Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The following production is brought to you by the Talkin' Buds Leaf Show. Here we go, Talking Buds Leaf Show. We're going to bring the heat with the stats right off the top today. I got some numbers I want to throw at you right now. Austin Matthews has two points in his past six games. Mitch Marner has three points in his past seven games. Zero points for each of them in the previous two games against the Chicago Blackhawks. And the Pittsburgh Penguins. My favorite stat, though, came last night following the loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Maple Leafs have five regulation wins in 19 games. A few weeks ago, we the theme of our episode was, are the Leafs mid? And that stat is about as mid as it gets. I don't think it's time to, like, Panic or anything silly like that. But I I do think... I think there's a legitimate conversation to be had. And I think frustration is valid when you look at the play of Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner as of late. It is very, very frustrating. Again, the naysayers and someone in the comments are going to point to the fact that Matthews has 21 points and Marner has 20 points, second and third on the team behind Nylander. But if I don't know how, if you're a naysayer, I don't know how you can watch this and say that it's anywhere close to good enough. I don't know how you can. I really, I, I'm, I'm really frustrated with these two. Like, these two guys need to get their shit together. And get their heads where they need to be. Because they're not there. I mean, just look at the Eastern Conference in general. Like, just what a slog it is right in the middle of it. Like, if there are, like, the pan- like there are, basically the whole conference is within six points of each other. Other than the Senators and Blue Jackets. Like, that middle is an absolute slog right now. Like, it's just the parody is on another level. And they're just kind of right in the middle of the slog with every other team. And every other team is kind of at a perceived different point of where their team needs to be in 2023. Like the Flyers, they're kind of a younger slash quote unquote younger team that's on the rise. Like they're they're right there with the Leafs. Same amount of points. The Red Wings, again, another team that's kind of coming up. And the Leafs are a team that's supposed to be a a Stanley Cup contender. This so team is not a Stanley Cup contender. I know. So right it's now. like, yeah, I'm like sorry. It's the, I'm sorry. They no. are mid because they're right in the middle yeah. of the whole conference. Like the 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 blue line in the current shape it's in, the mediocre goaltending, the the top 
line playing the way it is. The top two guys, because I want to I want to take Matt Nyes out of that. Out of that, I thought Matt Nyes played really well in the Pittsburgh game in particular and was sort of making things happen. You know what? You know why this is so infuriating to watch? Because the issues are it's the same shit over and over and over again. It's a maturity issue. I don't care. Come at me. Honestly, I don't care. Like you it is. It's a maturity issue. These guys are veteran players, okay? Veteran players. And it's the same thing night in and night out. Careless like dipsy doodle. I haven't used that phrase in a while. Dipsy doodle in the offensive zone, ridiculous like behind the back passes. Mitch Marner is a turnover machine because the amount of behind the back between the it's just enough guys. Like this you've done this every year and it's resulted in the same thing every year. Us and the rest of this fan base has sat here and heaped so much praise on William Nylander to start the season. Why? What what is the difference between William Nylander's game right now as opposed to years prior? William Nylander takes the puck. You said it last week. He takes the puck to the net. He drives the net. He shoots. He 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 takes high danger quality chances. It's not this Mitch Marner pass fest that goes on out there. And it's just it's these two guys have just they don't want to play any other way. That's why I point to it as a maturity issue. I don't give a shit how many points Mitch Marner has. I don't. He's been nowhere close to the standard that he himself set at any point this year. And if you're hurt, get off the ice. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah, no, he's he's not Mitch Marner of Mitch Marner past. There's just no... there's. There's no way of like defending it, even though I'm sure we'll get someone defending it in the comments. Oh, which, someone will come at me, some Marner fan, which is fine. Super fan will yeah, come at you, me. You can do that, but it's yeah, like there's just no other way around it. Like they're just they are in the middle, and they're not supposed to be, but they are. And I it, I kind of come back to the my theme of this whole season is I think this is kind of a throwaway year for them. Like I don't think they are going to win anything this year. I have no expectation for them to win anything this year. Uh, again, they have a contract looming over them. They have contracts looming over them the next season. Their D isn't good enough. Um, they're not deep enough. Their goaltending they're is They're the only sub-par. team in the league that has put their whole salary cap towards four players. So, well, here we go again. Um, and it's just like they're they're not. They're just in, in, in. And when those guys aren't producing the points that they're supposed to be producing, that they are frankly paid to produce, um, same old, same old shit. One thing that really stood out to me following along on the correspondence on Twitter last night is there's a lot of people in this fan base that are just kind of done with Mitch Marner, like just done with his whole shtick and his whole act. Just it's, it's, it's tiresome watching him. I saw a lot of people last night clamoring for Keith to break up that line. Okay. Two thoughts on that. The first one I don't love going here. I've gone here with you in the past, and I don't love going here because we have no, we have nothing. This is just my theory. We have nothing to confirm other than an awkward thing that happened with Sheldon Keefe last season. It's a bit tinfoil hatty, but you can, when you look, 
no one is quicker to jump on Sheldon Keefe more than me, and I still maintain that I, I would like to see this team with a different set of eyes and a different voice behind the bench. But I've also resigned to the fact that I don't think that's happening this year. I'm the first guy to get on Sheldon Keefe. I do. I think this, he has been told by either Matthews or Marner or Shanahan. Or their dads. Or their dads. <laughs> that he play, they play together and they're not to be split up. And I, I don't know how you can watch this right now and not come to that conclusion. It, it, it's beyond obvious that those two have said we play together. Like, full stop. To the point that, like, the two of them playing together is kind of hindering their production because Mitch Marner is obsessed with making the prettiest pass possible to Austin Matthews and every goal they want to score is a highlight real goal. It's, it's like, I'm sorry. I'm convinced that is happening. Other people online are also convinced that is happening. Number two, people's comeback when you say, well, we need to split them up. Oh, but you don't want to split up the second line. The second line is doing so well. And I agree. I, I agree, but I fucking hate that. That is so, I hate that mentality. It's these are all highly paid professional athletes. Oh, if you look at take Matt Nyes out of the equation because he's a rookie. If you look at Tavares, Nylander, Bertuzzi, Matthews, Marner, they're all considered upper echelon players in the National Hockey League and are all paid as such. Figure it out. Like, go out there and play with whoever's out there on your line and figure it out. I hate this this excuse of, well, the second line is producing. We can't split them up. No. No. Like, you, you need math. Like, take the scissors, cut the cord that is that is holding Matthews and Marner together and put Willie with Matthews, put Marner back with Tavares. Try something new and don't let these two guys dictate how this lineup is deployed because I'm sorry, you cannot convince me that's not what's happening here. I'm bringing it out of the yeah, game I was about today. To say, this, is, this is like, you're like DEFCON 5 right now. I'm not like, DEFCON. <laughs> I've, just, I've just had it with these two. Like, I've, I've had it with their, with their bullshit. It's like, how can the two of you watch William Nylander and the success that he's had? And, and it's it's just it doesn't you don't need to be Josh Dobbs to under to to be you don't need to be an astronaut for those of you who don't get that you don't need to be an astronaut to understand why William Nylander has had success this year and what makes his game what has taken his game to the next level it's cutting out the pretty bullshit and taking the puck to the net and creating effective scoring chances. And these two guys, they refuse to do it. They both refuse to do it. Mitch Marner refuses to play hockey any other way than being Mr. Between the Legs behind the back. That's all he wants to do. Yeah. That's all he wants to do. Yeah, I mean. And we're, 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 sorry, I'm on one to start here. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> we're 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 19 games into the season. They've just lost two in a row to a Chicago Black team, Blackhawks team, which is one of the two worst teams in the and NHL. Jason Dickinson. Jason Dickinson and 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 Soder Soderblom is who's two wins this season, and they're both against the Leafs. In which he looks like Dom Hasek in both games. <laughs> yeah. And then the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are a 500 hockey team. Yeah, the Penguins are not a good team. Like, and and, and in those two games against two. Not good teams. The Blackhawks game in particular, 
Mitch Marner's rendered ineffective because the Blackhawks are pushed, keeping the Leafs to the outside so he can't get in and do a nice little spinny pass. Yeah. So therefore, he's rendered completely ineffective. This guy... Ugh. My my personal feelings towards Mitch are coming out a little bit here, and I, I don't want to do that. I, I want to be like an objective guy who who covers this team, but I just I find him really unlikable sometimes, and it's just like this guy's gonna have the balls to look at Brad Tree Living next offseason and say he wants to be a $13 million hockey player. Pfft. Forget it, buddy. Forget it. Well, this is this is well, like this all comes back to the to the Nylander contract. Like the guy is having his best season ever. He look, he's their best player. But it's like I'm listening to, to the legend Gord Stellick on with Merrick the other day, and he's like, "You're looking at minimum eleven million now." So it's like at some point something's got to give with this with the way this team is constructed and. I don't know. Like, like, what do you, what do you like? We, we could both agree. They're not winning anything this year. No, they don't I, have I the think goaltending. They don't have the defense. defense. No, their top players no. do not score big goals. No, they don't take over games. Except, Nyl- except Nylander. Yeah, but not even I, I, William Nylander's played well in the, in the playoffs, but he, he's not Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. He, he's, he's not taking over hockey games in the playoffs. I, I, none of them have ever done that. No, I think, I think, listen, I'm, I'm going at uh, Mitch pretty good here to start. But yeah, I've I've kind of come to that conclusion that I don't, and, and, and there's a lot of people who who would perceive us as like the, perceive this take as being negative. It's not negative. It's it's realistic. Like th- they're not winning a Stanley Cup with Joe Wall and Ilya Samsonov. No. They're not winning a Stanley Cup with God bless them, William Lagason. Like like they're not. It's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, so, so it's like there, you kind of look at it. You're right. This year's a punt, man. This I'm year, telling yeah, you. Yeah, this year is it's it's a punt in the in the sense that like I think I think if they don't make the playoffs, it's it's a failure. Like th- this is a team that should be making the playoffs. But do I see this current iteration of a Leaf team where if you look at the division, it's probably if you were going to do like a, a percentage, they're probably going to end up playing one of the Florida teams in the first round. Do you see them getting out of that series? I don't. And that's okay because we're like we you and I've talked about heading into this offseason all the contracts you have coming off the books, the cap going up. It's going to give you an opportunity to sort of reshape your team a little bit and I'm okay with doing that. I have I said it a couple weeks ago and I'm going to say it again. In my personal opinion, the window, this team's window is the remaining 4 years of Austin Matthews. But they got to get this sorted out with with what's going on with him and Marner because it's it's like I, I'm I'm just so I'm so tired of it. And again, someone's gonna watch this and go, "What do you think about McDavid and Drysaitel?" But it's like I I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I'm t- I'm fucking tired of of this. I'm tired. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm I'm in a mood on today's yeah. episode. I'm in a mood. Yeah. It's. I mean. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like it's just it, they're they're in a, they're in a pickle here, man. Like, there's no two ways about it. Like, there's this year is a punt. They don't have good enough. Their their top players aren't playing good enough. Their goaltending's not good enough. Their D isn't good enough. And and all they want to do is just re-sign a player for <laughs> like way more than than what his current contract is. I, like, listen. it's just like how at some point this has to come to a head, whether it's this season. 
uh, this offseason, the next offseason. At some point, they got to look at one of these guys and just say, no, no. Like, it's the, I, and, and it may be Nylander, as, as fucked up as that sounds, because the guy is literally having, imagine this team without him. Well, I think right you can, now, but that's the can, problem. It's like you imagine this team without him, and you're like, oh my God, there's no way. So let's go and blow our brains out and just add another. Five million to what he's making. I like, think it's like well, I, if you if you had to pick between one of the two all star wing, wingers, I think fifteen minutes into this thing, you can tell which one I'm picking. Yeah, but like, but, but that, that's but not same, a decision that can be made this season or next season. Like it's like so we're just gonna be stuck in this this. But thing. it's also we hamster wheel we've been stuck in for. Five six years. It's hard to it's hard to move on from star players, and if anything, like I, I think this is part of the culture that Kyle Dubas said here. Now is these guys are going to ask for way more money. And Nylander, listen, it, it, he's he hasn't scored in two games now. It's it's not there's only 19 games in the season. We got a long way to go. So we'll before we start projecting this guy signing an 11 million dollar contract. Let's let's all hold our horses and just see how the rest of this year plays out. And the same thing with Marner. I've been sitting here going at Mitch pretty good here to start this episode, but like again, still 19 games in. He's got lots of time to to get it turned around and get it figured out here. But again, I just see the same things over and over with him where it's like, guess what? We're going to get into a playoff series against Tampa and Florida. The physicality is going to ramp up. The time and space is going to go away and Mitch is going to be completely ineffective. Like, it's just, you already know that's what's going to happen. The stat you threw at me about them winning five regulation games and 19, five regulation wins in 19 games. I You could almost flip that the other way. It'd be like, they haven't played that well and they're deficient in a lot of areas and they're still getting a point even if they're not yeah. playing their best because there's because they can score goals yeah. like when when they're on but i think it's just like i i do believe like this team is there's no way this team is not making the playoffs no 100 percent. Like, like i i just think they're just that's just it's programmed in them right now like they're they're just gonna find a way i don't think that that they're they're gonna miss out on that but it's just but then they're gonna go and they're gonna lose again and it's it's i don't you and I are sitting here saying that this is essentially a punt season, but like I said earlier, the only way I, I'm on board with with this year being like not a punt. Let's you know what I don't like that term. Let's 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 uh, let's change that up. We're resetting expectations this year for what this team actually is, and you, you can go at the star players, and I have been here off the start, but they're not like. Look at the way Ilya Samsonov played again against the Chicago Blackhawks. Joe Wall has all kinds of potential and all kinds of upside, okay? He's not there yet. You're not winning a Stanley Cup with this goaltending tandem. You're not. So all the discussion has been about, well, they need to go get a defenseman. They need to add to their defense if they want to be better. And, and yes, they absolutely do. But you're not, that's not a Stanley Cup winning goaltending duo. It's not. Now, this is where somebody in the comments goes, oh, Aiden Hill. It's like, uh, right, but the defense core in front of Aiden Hill, I don't care who the hell the Leafs bring in. It's not going to be that Vegas defense core. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers get $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
the crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I think I think someone, I think everyone who listens to this podcast who agrees with, or anybody who in Leafs Nation who thinks that the way they are constructed isn't going to work, we need to start coming up with solutions of what this team needs to do going forward in terms of making it work. Because right now I'm hearing a lot of opposing like takes that are, are contradicting each other. It's like, we know we, we can't win with the way we're constructed, but yet we can't imagine William Nylander not wearing a Maple Leaf uniform. It's I, like, what what is the plan? What is the solution going forward for this hockey team? For them to have a chance to win, because the way it is right now, we've been saying this for a thousand years, like the six, seven years. It just, it's not going to work. So what are the solutions here to I've got make a, it work? I've got a few. I've got a few. Not not a solution. And, and not and not ones that are ridiculous. No, like, I've don't give me like trade Marner. They're, we know they're not like, so they're not so, trading Marner. So, like, so, you know, like, it's, no, no. So here. None of the none of the solutions that you're talking about are going to happen this season. Exactly. Hence, hence, hence why you and I. Hence why you and I are, are resetting expectations yeah. for this year. They're they're finally in a situation. I'm sorry. I'm going to beat this drum till we get there. They're finally in a situation where the salary cap is on its way up. Okay, that's going to help them out immensely. They've got a ton of contracts coming off the books. You've got Nylander, who's looking for an extension or needs an extension. You've got Marner, whose negotiations are going to open. And you've got Tavares in the next couple of years. Okay? When you look at one of those three guys is not going to be here. By the time we get to the later stages of this four-year extension, the last two years, two, three years of this Austin Matthews extension... One of those four guys is not going to be here. I think if you want to remake the DNA of your team, when people say, oh, we need to remake the DNA, what does that mean? Okay. That means we need to go and get a try and get a legitimate one or two defensemen. I love Mo. You love Mo. Mo's a two to a three. A two, three. You want a one, two. Okay. The only way you're going to do that is either by signing one in free agency or making a trade. They will have cap space available to potentially sign. Don't ask me who. I don't know. Okay? I think if you really look at it, like, let, let's let's start with Tavares. 11 million, to, 11 million bucks. Okay? The rest of this year and all of next year at 11 million bucks. 
when he's done, I find it very hard to believe that he is going to go sign somewhere else for, or he's going to command that same price or go sign somewhere else. I don't see it. I think he, his whole life is here. He wants to stay here. I could see him re-signing. He's not doing the seven, the 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 base salary thing. I think some people's expectations for what he's going to re-sign here for are way out of whack. And let me let me let me jump in. He's not. He's he's a better player 100%. than base. Like that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He's not at the like the I guy can look still him, produce. I think you look at him and you go, "We want to keep you here, maybe at." Three, right off from five and a half million dollars. Five and a half million dollars, depending I, on where you, what he looks like at the end of his, of next but, season. But That's but like also also if you're paying like, what's his role gonna be? First of all, how much longer is he gonna sign here for? I like let's just let's just make something up off the top of our head. So two two year extension, five and a half million. I was gonna say three to five. Let's go five and a half. You're also making the assumption at that point in time that he's going to be remain your second line center when at the later stages of his career you probably move him further down the lineup. But given Johnny's skill set, could he be a potential third fourth line player when you need like you want those lines to play specific roles for you and and do you think Johnny could do that? That's a whole other discussion. Main point here is I could see him resigning or let's just go with your number, five and a half million. You look at Matthews and Marner, or sorry, Nylander and Marner. With the cap going up and all the money you have coming off the books, there is a world in which they both re-sign here. For how much money is the question, and how much money does that leave you left to go and get that elite defenseman that you sorely, sorely, sorely need? And this is where the trade discussion then comes in because if you're going to get that guy moving a Marner or a Nylander is going to go a long way to getting you that defenseman that you desperately need. And the, the quote that gets thrown out all the time, reshaping the DNA of this team. These are some of the solutions. The, the best thing that's going to happen to this team in this com- upcoming offseason is how much money Brad Treliving is going to have at his disposal. It's been a long time since the Leafs have had that but, much. But I, I don't see it that way. They, he, yeah, he's going to have a lot of money to work with, but he doesn't have a roster. Like, the roster is gone. So you have to use all that money to basically rebuild your roster, like which is like kind of exciting in a way. But like you're still gonna have to pay guys like like TJ yeah. Brody's contract's gonna be replaced. Nylander, UFA, someone else. Bertuzzi, UFA, Domi, UFA, and all their defensemen RFA, Gregor, RFA, Bobby McMahon, UFA, Brody, UFA, Giordano, UFA, Logason, UFA. So yeah, uh, they they literally only have Jake McCabe, Connor Timmies, and Morgan Riley. Signed. Yeah, like, and then you're basically just have to replace all your depth forwards that you signed for one year deals this year. Mm. So it's like he's basically just got to go out and and rebuild the entire roster. The only two guys who are so then this brings up the discussion of like, I okay. First of all, I hate the cap going up. That 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 you know how much that makes me feel better. Zero. What? Like that, 
Because Why? it's, I it's, it's money they have yet. to spend. It, it is. Do we even know how much is it going up? Has it, Five million. How do you know? Five to six million. Said it's that? already been reported by that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't like that. I, I and guess guess where that five six million's going? Right to Billy because that's what they're gonna like. Because right now, with the number he's gonna get signed at, it's the that five million. So that's gone. Like it, I I don't know. I don't like that. I don't think that's. It's more money to work with. That's the problem. I, just, I don't because the problem is uh, the the one bit of slack that that you do have to cut Kyle Dubas because it's it's factual. I do not cut that idiot anything. That okay. guy, I don't okay. cut him anything. Okay, okay, but you, but but the 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 one thing you do have to say, Ryan, is he's like the main criticism has been. They have too much of their salary cap dedicated to four guys. Which is his fault. Yes. However, when that strategy was put into place, and no, I am not sitting here defending Kyle Dubas's contract negotiation ability. Uh, that's not what I'm doing. When those contracts were signed and put into place, okay, no one saw a global pandemic and a flat salary cap the cap was always supposed to go up little by little by little by little, giving them more money to play with in each offseason to add to their roster. That never happened. So that's why Kyle Dupas had to become a bargain. Like, you know when you go to the grocery store and there's the bin full of DVDs? Like, he had to become an expert in going through the DVD bin but you're, to find the gems in there. You're proving my point of why the, the, the cap going up does not make me feel better. Because last time that happened, I don't care if there was a global pandemic, it didn't work. And they were stuck in, they, they were, they were stuck in the slog forever. And then he decided he wanted to trade every single first round pick under the sun. So they can't replace anybody on their roster with anybody, any good. The like, NHL you know, like, salary cap is 83.5 million for the 23, 24 season for the 24, 25 NHL season. The salary cap could be as high as 88 could million. Be. Could be. It's it is going to go up. I, I just the, I don't like it is going to go up. It's not gonna make a difference, man. To me, the solution to this it, it, to this problem is you gotta pick one of the wingers and decide which one you want to yes, keep and yeah, get rid of the other one. hundred percent. And I, I know I know you don't want to give up star players. I completely agree. I know you don't want to give up star players. And when you're trading a Nylander or a Marner, you're yes. That's another thing too. It's like, well, how many when you get up in the morning and you put on uh the sports highlights, we're just going to see Marner in a different jersey scoring a beauty what's goal. Gonny, like, who, what's yeah. Johnny Gaudreau doing right yeah, 100%. now? 100%. Johnny Gaudreau, I'm pretty sure Johnny Gaudreau has gotten over 100 points in a season. This team is not winning a Stanley Cup without an elite stud defenseman on the back, and you're not getting one without trading one of your star guys. Period. End of discussion. End of discussion. Yeah, End this, of discussion. This team, this team like is you're not, You're not winning. You're not contending for a cup. Until you get that guy to push everyone back, to push Riley back to where he should be as a 2-3, and so on down the line, and you're not getting that player until you, you, you get your head around that you're going to have to part with one of your star wingers. It's that, like, it, it's pretty simple. I just, this, they're never, I'm, the more we talk, the more angry I get. I'm not angry. I'm actually I'm actually pretty proud of us that like through all the 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 roller coaster and the heartbreak that we've been through with this team, we still sit we, you and I are able to be rational enough to sit here and look at this current roster and go, 
This team is is a first round exit playoff team that's year. That's probably what they are. And I think that that is like, if anything, that's that's reasonable. And that doesn't mean I'm going to enjoy this season any less. It doesn't mean I'm not going to watch every game. It doesn't mean I'm not going to cheer them on and hope they make a deal and make it exciting. But I just think like, look at the circumstances that we've reiterated multiple times in this episode. Now, I don't see this team as a cup team. I just don't know why we've decided to let these guys just bitch us around. Like, I just don't under like the more I think about it, the more angry I get. Oh, like, Ryan, like that, even this off season, we're, we're dude, that we're, is, we're, I, I, I do not like Dubis at all, but even this off season, Trelevin coming out being like, "Well, Austin did us a favor by signing that contract." Dude, that, the guy is so overpaid, dude. Uh, and, he, and now we're we're basing our whole life on his four year window. Like it's just it's bullshit. Okay, like, okay. Here, so uh, so hold on, hold on, hold on. I think Austin Matthews is is in a different. I can't believe we're having this conversation. Oh my god, I. I <laughs> Austin Matthews is in a different category than everyone else because he's seen as an elite player in the league, Hart Trophy winner, all that stuff, right? he it, It's just the way the league goes that he's going to command that salary. It just is what it is. They, they see him as their franchise piece. which Who, who else commands which that which salary? Is, who else? Well, the, they, who else? There's nobody else. I guarantee well, you, I don't know who's coming up for a deal this offseason, but not one of them is going to eclipse that contract. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Until 97 is up for his deal, nobody's getting that money. And I also also think that if Edmonton wants 97 to stay in that circus, they're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. So, anyways, the Matthews thing is what it is. He was always getting that money. Why? Why? Because they why? see him as their franchise piece. Why? They see him as like, their franchise piece. Why was he piece? always getting that money? It, this kind of goes to like what O-Dog talks about all the time, about how all these guys are re-signing for all these deals that are so team-friendly. Why did this guy, why was this guy always getting this money? Because this is why? the this is the culture that Kyle Dubas set oh. here. He, like, I, I said it last week when we talked about the Nylander contract. Like, if I'm listening to a podcast or radio and someone starts talking about Nylander's next deal and they bring up his league comparables, I turn it off because that's not like him and his agent. And the same goes for Marner. They don't care about the league comparables because the co- the culture that was set here through all these, con- the moment you signed John Tavares, that domino tipped over and this became the culture here, which is I want what he's getting. It's not about like, like William, I love I love the way Willie's played. Honestly, I do. So do you. To, to sit here and say William Nylander deserves more money than David Pasternak is actually hilariously laughable. But he's going to get more money than than David Pasternak because David Pasternak isn't even in the zeitgeist of thought that is going on in these negotiations. They're just looking at Mitch Marner and going, that's what I want. That's what you're going to pay me. Yeah, I mean, like that—that is the. You know, Pasternak makes more than Marner now. That's the problem. No, I I understand that, but like, if you, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, this is this conversation. This conversation is like, it's just, it's. I'm so fucking tired of talking about it. It's really, it, it all comes bubbling back to the surface when they don't play well, and and the and the top line plays the way it did. 
in those. In, first of all, in the two Sweden games, I know Matthew scored against Minnesota, but like they, the, they, they were pretty. They weren't great in either of the Sweden games, and then they were fucking nowhere against the Blackhawks and the Penguins. And all this comes bubbling back to the surface of why are we paying these guys all this money when they go out and play like that? Yeah, I mean. We're also forgetting that Austin Matthews gets another two million added onto his contract for next year's salary cap too. So there's two two of your five million gone already. Yeah. So like yeah, like it's like that five million means nothing for them. Like well, it, it, it means nothing. Like, so I know. So it's like it's, it's going to be it's, interesting. But anyway, we've got all kinds of time to talk about that. This is ridiculous. This is crazy how long we've gotten. This we're pushing thirty five minutes here of just ranting. We are one hundred percent going to get the most negative podcast. Well, I saw I saw a guy on Twitter today that's like the Leafs are four one and one in their last six. It's like shut up, like I know, I know. Like come on, I know. Like come on. It's just it, the, it, there's nothing wrong. We're not with, alone here. We're not alone. No, but there's not nothing alone. wrong with sitting and having a realistic conversation. These are star players, and if anything, the frustration comes from the fact that you want more out of them yeah. because they're star players and they're highly paid star players who commanded that money and played hardball to get that money. But that, that but that four one and one that guy's talking about just goes right into like this is a regular season hockey team. Like you know, it's yeah. like. I'm past four one and one yeah. in the last six games. Like I'm like looking at the biggest picture here. I'm not looking at their last five. I don't give a shit about their last five games. I don't even care if they dominate the rest of the season and they and they finish first. Like I still don't believe they're going to win. And that to me, it's like I'm so past the point of people looking at me being like they're four one and one in their past six games. Yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah, I'm done with that. It's like. This is supposed to be a team in a cup window, and they're not even close. And and it's and, and it's, I want to figure out what the solutions are to get them there. And to bring this full circle, it's star players who have spent, who are veteran players in this league now. Who like you, you cannot tell me Mitch Marner plays the way he plays because that's how he wants to play, and he doesn't want to play another way. It, I'm sorry, like the the proof is in the pudding when you watch the guy. And it's even more, the light on that gets brighter when you watch William Nylander. It's just like, why is William Nylander in the last two years gone to another level? Because he's changed the way he plays. He doesn't shy away from physical battles. He drives the puck to the net. He's aggressive. He's not looking for Mr. S- like, that's my nickname for Marner, Mr. Swirly Twirly. Like, he doesn't look, he doesn't look to do any of that. He drives at the net. He, he, he takes it with speed. He looks for a pass out front or he shoots. And, and it works out really well for him. Yeah. It's the same shit. Check the tape of when they lost to the Habs. And I went on a rant that said, these two guys only know how to play one way. And when they can't play that way, they don't know what to do. It's the same shit. And until Brendan Shanahan accepts that there's a cultural issue here with these two where they need to be... Like, Mitch Marner should be sat on the bench for the way he's played in the last couple of games. He should be sat on the bench, but he doesn't because there's political nonsense at play going on in the background, and Sheldon Keefe can make all the excuses he wants. We all know. We all watched you walk back your criticism of their of them last year, Sheldon. We all know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 emotionally drained. If you this. listen to this pod, you would think that this team is a bottom feeder. You would think this team is where the Oilers are. Yeah, and they're not. I think the thing that's frustrating is it's like you're you're just you're you're just waiting for these guys. Like you're like, 
oh, when they, how many years do we fucking sit here and go, oh, when they break through, when they break through, it's all going to click. Guess yeah. what? They, they Guess what? They won a round last year and they're playing the exact same fucking way this year that they've always played because a leopard doesn't change its spots. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like um, unless you're William Neal. This is just an episode where this is a venting you, you, episode. You take, you just step out of the regular season grind. Like it's just like you can, we could do this pod every week and talk about the last four games, last six games. But there's going to be the odd episode, especially like you said, it bubbles up when they don't play well and and all the stuff that we did harping on in the past. Kind of, it's one thing. It kind of comes up, but it's just not it, to not to cut you off. It, it's one thing that like if they went, if they lost the two games against Chicago and Pittsburgh, and it was Joe Wall and Ilya Samsonov couldn't make a save. You'd sit here and you'd go, they've got a goaltending issue. They And, and again, I don't want to take away, we focused a lot on the star players here. The defense is, it's no good. The the This team has no, like, this is where I also point to Sheldon. This team has no breakout. Like they don't break the puck out. They, they they don't know. Like there's no sort of set structure style. Like the goal, the the pizza that Jake McCabe threw up the middle against the Blackhawks in the third period. It's like what what are you, what are you doing? Like what are we doing? And again, last night, Pittsburgh comes in on the four check, really high speed, high energy. The Leafs have no sort of set breakout structure, and they end up getting hemmed in. So those issues are very much a thing. But this type of conversation bubbles up and we get very frustrated when you watch 34 and 16 play the way they've played for the last four or five games. That's what brings this up. And that's what makes people so pissed off. It's like, when are you guys going to figure it out, man? Yeah. Anyways, I'm (sighs) over it. That's enough. 40 minutes of screaming and yelling. I yeah. can't believe we got 40 minutes out of that. That's tonight. enough. How many people are just, we are 1000%. Every time we do an episode like this, we get some comment on our YouTube. That's like, this is the most negative leaf podcast there ever. And it's like, okay, you know what? If you want to live in a world where everything is, is rainbows and everything's great. And you're satisfied with losing in the first and second round every year. That's good. Good for you. I'm happy for you. I I'm I live in a world where we talk constantly about this team being in a cup window and this team as currently constituted with the personnel and the way the star guys are playing is this is not a Stanley Cup hockey team. Full stop. Yep. That's it. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Do you think people are going to watch us again after listening to this 40 minutes? No, I don't think we're alone. I think I think we're we're I mean, no matter how many episodes we do where we're positive, it always comes back to this. So if you're a loyal listener to this channel, I feel like this is not a surprise to you at all. I feel like a lot of people do feel this way. I know a lot of diehard Leaf fans who aren't even totally invested into this this season, no matter what happens, because they feel how we feel. Mm. And if you want to be the 4-1-1 guy, then be the 4-1-1 guy. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Uh, But we're just not those people. I'm just not that guy. Well, thanks everyone for checking us out. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, leave a little review. Every little bit helps. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time.